This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. Race with your stories now. ADM has announced a $700,000 contribution in support of Decatur area nonprofit organizations and education programs. Close to 30 nonprofits and schools will be getting grants. Partnerships include Habitat for Humanity ADM Home Build, Northeast Community Foundation Food Pantry Support, DPS FFA Ag Education Center programs, and volunteer support for various agencies and programs throughout the year. Learn more at NowDecatur.com. The Illinois Department of Transportation has launched a webpage dedicated to keeping people informed of the progress on the state's capital program. You can find info on the number of projects awarded, miles and bridges improved, and safety improvements completed, as well as the amount of investment dollars. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website. You can find us at NowDecatur.com. He attacked police and lost. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, a drug suspect in Los Angeles, dead after shooting three officers in a standoff last night. We're grateful residents were not injured as part of this, and we're grateful the officers are going to be okay. Assistant LA Police Chief Al Labrada says the three are still able in a hospital. A SWAT team moved in on the suspect. It's not clear if they killed him or he shot himself. Russia hit Ukraine with another barrage of missiles overnight across the country as people slept, targeting power and other infrastructure and residential buildings. At least six deaths reported as Russia closes in, taking another city. No signs of retreat from Ukrainian forces in the city they've dubbed Fortress Bakhmut, even as Russia's Wagner Group claims to have full control of nearly half the city. Earlier this week, Ukraine's president vowed not to retreat or surrender. Fox's Steve Harrigan in Kiev. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell's in a hospital after he tripped and fell at a Washington hotel dinner last night. We don't know how badly he's injured. Today, President Biden in Philadelphia will unveil his 2024 fiscal year budget plan that would include tax hikes on Americans earning over $400,000 a year, something House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says Republicans won't go for. Raising taxes in a low-growth economy like this will only hurt us more and put us into recession. Norfolk Southern's railroad CEO will testify today at a hearing probing last month's toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. He plans to apologize and vow to clean up the site and give affected residents millions in financial aid. At a House COVID origins hearing, former CDC Director Robert Redfield testified he believes the virus leaked out of a Chinese lab and that Dr. Anthony Fauci tried to suppress that, and it may have happened in 2019. We now know there was infections all the way back into September. This was a narrative that was decided that they were going to say this came from the West market and they were going to do everything they could to support it to negate any discussion about the possibility that this came from a laboratory. Dr. Fauci maintains it's still possible COVID occurred naturally. America's listening to Fox News. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-838-1441. That's 800-838-1441. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building its Let Us Do Good Village in Lando Lakes, Florida. It's a community of 100 homes for Tunnel to Towers program recipients. Gold Star widow Danielle Thornton calls her home a blessing after the death of her husband Robert, a U.S. Army sergeant. In the village, Gold Star families of fallen and catastrophically injured first responders and service members are neighbors. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The Memphis Police Department is under federal scrutiny. The Justice Department will review policies and procedures after Tyree Nichols' death in January, three days after he was badly beaten during a traffic stop arrest. Seven police officers have been fired, five of them charged with second-degree murder. A federal investigation in Louisville has ended. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland says the Justice Department conducted a review of the Louisville Police Department after the death of Breonna Taylor. Officers killed her inside her home after lying to get a warrant for her apartment. Garland said the department had engaged in an unconstitutional pattern of discrimination, including the use of unjustified neck restraints and the unreasonable use of police dogs and tasers. Some have via- videotaped themselves 
throwing drinks at pedestrians from their cars, insulted people with disabilities, and called black people monkeys, animal, and boy. He said Louisville police have agreed to enter into a consent decree that will monitor police practices moving forward. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. We'll get updates on unemployment today, weekly claims, and tomorrow the monthly report for February, something the Federal Reserve will watch closely after two days of testimony from the head of the Fed. On Wednesday, the central bank's chief, Jerome Powell, told the House Financial Services Committee... We have not made any decision about the March meeting. We're not going to do that until we see the, the additional data. Larger point, though, <clears throat> is that we're not on a preset path and that we will be guided by the incoming data and the evolving outlook. Powell's comments come after some economists and investors interpreted his Senate remarks on Tuesday to suggest a larger half-point rate hike was on the table, which fueled a big sell-off on Wall Street. Powell said government reports on hiring and inflation in February, which will be released over the next week, will strongly influence the rate decision at the Fed's upcoming March policy meeting. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. She mentioned Tuesday's big sell-off. Well, yesterday the market was mixed, just like this morning. Morning. Stock futures up a little for the Dow, down for the Nasdaq. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. It's time for the 2023 St. Teresa High School Mega Raffle. This annual fundraiser helps St. Teresa offer a faith-based education to students in the area. Tickets are now on sale, and you can have a chance to win $100,000. Take advantage of the special bundles by purchasing multiple tickets, increasing your odds of winning. Only 5,000 tickets will be sold. How would winning $100,000 change your life? Buy your tickets today by calling 217-875-7950 or online at sttmega.com. Good morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, rain mainly after 2 p.m., high near 42. Tonight, rain mainly before 10 p.m., low around 33. For Friday, cloudy with a high of 40. And Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy, high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is It's Thursday. I'm Kevin Brahaney sitting in for Brian, Nick, and I holding down the floor. Big show today, starting off with Tracy Rutherford from HSHS St. Mary's. Stick around, folks. We have a big show. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. And welcome. It is Thursday and, you know, it's chilly out, but it's still pretty nice. Nick Smith, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Kevin. Thanks for filling in today and for tomorrow. Happy yeah. to have you. I think uh, Brian's on his way to go see the Rolling Stones. Is No, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, it's Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. He'll see the Rolling Stones probably at the um, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He'll see a, an exhibit of them, but it's it's the boss. Oh. It's going to see the boss. Well, I'll be doggone. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. You know, he 
There's something unique about Bruce Springsteen. I got to remember what it is now. He he's one of the few performers that won't do something that all other performers do, and it's a good thing. But it'll come to me. But I just heard that over the weekend. The boss is uh, kind of marches to the beat of his own. Always has. Yeah, that's right. Um, and always, you know, his show, he doesn't really take breaks during it. They play all the way through from front yeah, like to back. three hours, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, he got into, I guess, I wouldn't call it controversy, but he was right in the middle of the uh, the pack where, um, in talking about setting his ticket prices high, he, you know, it's like, hey, these we're up here working, we're working hard, and we're going to put the price out there that we think is is fair and a lot of times you see uh, artists shy away from that part of the discussion, but he put a flag down and say it's going to cost money because these guys are working hard. So that's one thing he did unique. He did his first uh, TV commercial during the Super Bowl last year. It was his Jeep commercial. Uh, yeah, he does his own thing. You know, when I was when I was in college, that's when I first listened to Springsteen. And back then, he was one of these FM guys. His music was never on AM radio. He he played long, drawn-out songs that had a long story to it. He's from the, the shores of New Jersey. And uh, he was one of these kind of unique people that marched to the beat of his own drum and music back then, played long 10-minute songs, and they were wonderful. And then he got more and more popish as he went along. But in the beginning, Bruce Springsteen was, um, he was not mainstream at all. Yeah. And I kind of missed that in him. I'll listen to those old albums, like Spirits in the Night, that song. And so, well, that's the real Springsteen. But he did kind of conform. Well, now he's just making money all around the world. So he's he's having fun doing what he loves and all the people that pay to come see him sold out arenas across the globe. I, whatever he's doing, it's working. So I think that'll be fun for Brian. We've got Teresa Rutherford. She's going to be all this hour. And then in the seven o'clock hour, we've got Paul Osborne, the city hall insider always can't wait for him. And then, uh, chef Brian Tucker's going to be here. Uh, it's seven right after top. And then Tim Kane, nice. the return of Tim and Nick. Nice. Uh, that'll be fun. We've got the Oscars coming up. We got Chris Rock to still talk about. That, that's still playing out. And uh, I don't know, we'll cover some other things. Then Debbie Bogle will be here. And when the chef gets here, I want to know if he knows anything. But have you heard the scuttlebutt around town? That um, uh, the guy on the Food Channel, Fury? Mm-hmm. Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri was in town. Are you serious? He had dinner at the gin mill. Oh, that's cool. He was eating dinner with two guys at the gin mill the other Monday night. Oh, I I hadn't heard that. He's, yeah. I, I think he's I, – look, a lot of people make fun of Guy uh, and for a lot of reasons. But I, I find him to be pretty genuine and authentic to who he is uh, and very likable. I think he's a great host. Uh, his his grocery games is a fun game show. But well, yeah. you know, diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah. You can make fun of him all you want. The yeah. guy's – Laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, yeah. And, and I think he's genuine. Um, I don't think he's wearing a costume. I think that's who he is having a good time. So I, I'm kind of sad I didn't see that. Yeah. Diners, uh, why? Well, I'm not a social media guy, but I got it on text. Yeah. Did you? Did anybody see did anybody here? You know, he was at the gin mill. He's eating with two guys. What do you think he's going to do? Is there going to be a diners drive, drive-ins and dives <clears throat> indicator? And if there was, where would it be? Oh, I don't, Paul's? I don't know. Aren't they closed? Paul's? Yeah, I think they're oh, closed. No. Yeah, I think they're closed. Heart. But, uh, you know, Crackles would certainly be a contender. Crackles. Yeah. Forsyth? Yeah, I just went there in the new one. How was it? It's Crackles, man. It's good. The place is, uh, is fancy for Crackles. They, they, one of the ladies working there told me it was her, her, their bougie store and they're so proud of it. A lot of room in that kitchen with new stainless steel back there. I, I think they're going to do extremely well. Well, I can't wait. My, my, uh, daughter went there. She said the line was around yeah. the block on a Saturday or Sunday, but, um, it's right by my office. I'll be hanging out there a lot. Yeah, you can peek and see if uh, if the line's short and hop over, and if it's long, then just uh, wait. Go to Steak and Shake. <laughs> That's right. I like them both. Yeah, they're, 
that's you got options up there now. So good, good on Forsyth. Hey, Kev, I went to St. Louis um, this last weekend. I, I, I mentioned this to you briefly, but uh, I checked out the new soccer stadium there, mm-hmm. right across the street from Union Station. Oh, was it? oh man, it is. It is built for soccer. I mean, it feels. It's what it is, right? It's truly a soccer stadium. Yeah, it. I mean, it's a rectangle uh, with seats on the left, right, and at both ends. Uh, the concourses are tiny. The I mean, it feels like it's jammed in there. It seats, I think, twenty two thousand, almost five hundred people for soccer. So like four hundred thirty five. They had a sellout. Energy's good. They've got the the section behind the goal with all the flags and the people singing and all that. They started the, – the the game was at 7.30, or the match was at 7.30. They had a party starting at 4 o'clock in that little area. So it's not tailgating. It's, it's they in just the had like uh, It was a little plaza in between the They do that with direction. the blues too. They yeah. got, they've got like a band that plays and things. Yeah, it's Lou Fu's uh, plaza or whatever, so concrete Lou, area. Lou Fuse. Fuse, that's how you say it. Yeah, he's got 19 car dealerships down there. Hey, do you know anything about the announcer? Huh. For that team? Well, no, because the speakers didn't work, so I didn't even hear the announcer. All right, well, I was listening to the highlights of the uh-huh. game on Sunday morning, and they were terrific. You know, the, I guess the first goal scored was was Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're the first goal in the new yep. stadium. But uh, St. Louis came back to win the game. But to listen to the fans in this announcer, you don't even want to. You don't even. You want to. You want to bring a headset with you. And listen to this guy while he's broadcasting the game. He's phenomenal. I don't know who he is. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. He's a personality of unbelievable proportions. Because when Tom Ackerman was talking about the game, he kept mentioning this guy who I've never heard before. But you could tell they're making a big deal out of it. Oh, cool. Yeah, good energy. Uh, A lot of merchandise sold. I will say this. I, I had, you know, with the pandemic... I haven't been to as many live sporting events since prior, and I go to a lot of them, uh, then a little hiatus, and then with the pandemic, and then ramping back up. The cost of everything has gotten almost not even recognizable. I mean, parking was like 50 bucks, 50 as the baseline, not the, hey, you're parking in a spot touching the building. 50 was the baseline, and uh, like getting any sort of entree was like close to $20. So it it has crept. It used to it, brother. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. You go to Atlanta, it's no, there's no I, difference. I know. I know. I'm, I'm saying it just, uh, it has gone from like 13 to 19. So like a 50% increase on just about every measurable good that I, that we touched. You go in any of those clubs down there, like the UMB club or yeah. the Champions Club, it's a hundred and probably 130 bucks a ticket. Yeah. But you get food and drinks, but. You know, it's it's not a cheap night. Right. And you might even come out ahead doing that, actually. I think probably do. Yeah. Especially if you're entertaining, you know, customers mm-hmm. or something. It's a lot, It's hassle-free. Right. All right, I'll make you a deal. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if it's a good deal for you. Mm-hmm. Might not. You may not want to do it because your tickets right now are at a premium. But I got Cardinal tickets. Yeah. And uh, I got all the weekends. So you could pick a game. could be a Cubs game. You pick any game you want. I'll, I'll swap you. A set of tickets. Oh, sure. Just once. Okay. I just want to go to a, a soccer game. Absolutely. Yeah, we can work it out. I, I And I love going to Cardinals games. I've been to right. more Cardinals games than any games in my whole life. Well, these are, let's see, these are pretty good seats. I've sat in them before. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you know, I didn't get a chance to really talk to you about that on Monday morning. Two reasons. I was out of it Monday morning uh-huh. uh, because I was preparing for a procedure you got to do once every 10 years, yep. which means you can't eat or drink for like ungodly amounts of time. Yep. And then Brian wanted to talk about Carl, not Carl Rove, but uh, um, Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> and I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. And boy, I was really unprepared for it. You should see my text after that show. Uh-uh. He ate you alive. Oh, come on. I go, well, you know. I had no idea that Rupert Murdoch was such a big deal over the weekend. Yeah, he hit the news pretty hard. <laughs> when, you, when you subpoena all these texts and, and it's in your own words, everybody tends to run with it. But hey, what do you, what do you, like you said, well, there's a lot of things I'd rather do. Than like Google talk soccer. R- Rupert, <laughs> Rupert Murdoch. I'm with you on that, man. All right, Nick, we got a full show today. We might as well get her going. Teresa Rutherford's here. Boy, HSHS has a lot of, 
a lot of things going on. And they made the headlines this morning. So we'll talk to Teresa right after this. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. We've got some rain, mainly after 2 p.m., a high of 42. And tonight, rain before 10 p.m., low of 33. For Friday, cloudy with a high of 40. And Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 619. Abraham Lincoln had already made one trip down the Mississippi River to New Orleans when his family settled west of Decatur in 1830. One day, he would climb aboard a steamboat at Beardstown to see if the Sangamon River could carry the steamboat to Springfield. I'm Don Chamberlain, local historian, and I invite you to the Decatur Public Library at 2 p.m. Saturday, March 18th for a free presentation about Lincoln, the Riverman, co-sponsored by the Friends of Lincoln Trail Homestead State Park and the Macon County Conservation District. Hope to See you there. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Wow, the Beatles. Thank you, Nick. That's a great way to start the morning. Another good way to start the morning is being across the console from Teresa Rutherford, one of my favorite people in town. Teresa is the CEO of St. Mary's, or I should say HSHS, St. Mary's Hospital. Teresa, you got more in your bargain for when you came back to Decatur, didn't you? Uh, all kinds of new things going on. Absolutely. Uh, big modernization project and some uh, other changes going on at HSHS. You can always count on us to be looking towards the future and uh, making changes that are necessary. And um, so that's hard work in the meantime, but... It's a great future, and that's what we're planning for, right? That's part of what Decatur's always done is look to the future, and so we're proud to be part of that. Well, thank you for being here this morning. I appreciate it. Get thank up you. early. Last time we did this was in December, and who knew from December to now that uh, this modernization project was going to be the big news the whole first quarter of the year, it seems like. And, um, boy, where do we begin? I, I'll begin with where in, when I got to know you. And that was almost say 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> we're getting old, Kevin. Yeah. When, when you, when you were a uh, head nurse at St. Mary's, uh, would that have been 12 years ago? A little more than that. I've been back 17 years. So. 17 years. Okay. And you evolved to the chief operating officer before you left St. Mary's to take over at CEO in Effingham. Correct. St. Anthony's, right? Yes. But the last big project you and I worked on together was the emergency room and the new lobby. And that was a $25 million project. About that. And you spearheaded that along with, with Barb, uh, Barb uh, Beck, and, uh, and you and John Robinson, Kim Robinson, and Sue and I uh, chaired that and it was a remarkable achievement back then because I think we raised $10 million in the community and the sisters then matched that and then some uh, to build that beautiful entrance area that we now have. Well, and it was the foundation even then. 
Right. You know, we are Franciscan through and through. So we plan things that can be adapted. And so even now, every day I walk in there and I take a deep breath and I think about our community and those that we serve. And even as we're talking about modernization of our building and remodeling, part of that is because of what we did then. You know, building shell space, you know, that long ago to now become our new ORs in the sometime in this next year or two, that's pretty phenomenal. And but you got you have a new OR right now, or is it remodeled? We, I just went through it. I I'm, I can't believe how good it looks. Well, we again, we are Franciscan. We take what, good care of what we have. Um, we haven't had a new OR for about ten years now. And um, our ORs are smaller, but as you saw, our team does an amazing job of using the resources they have. You could you could have convinced me that you just built that last year. <laughs> well, the team does a great job, and reality is they were taking great care of you, and that's really what you were experiencing at that point. You know, they do. <clears throat> there's a there's a whole process. It starts off slow because they get you ready, and and you're just waiting. There's a line. There was a line of, I think. Three procedures before mine. So I knew I probably had an hour <clears throat> or more. But boy, once you get in that queue of when it's your turn, everything is methodical. People are as nice as can be. And they tell you exactly everything what to expect. Uh, next thing you know, you're sleeping and you wake up and there's this really nice nurse that's giving you Rice Krispie treats and, and, uh, <laughs> and Diet Pepsis. And I mean, it couldn't have been better. Well, the talent of our providers, our physicians, and the staff that support them, if you ever think teamwork, go to an OR. Um, the In a hospital in general, teamwork is key to our being successful. And uh, I'm glad you saw a good section of that, and um, hopefully you won't need to come back for 10 years. Well, I, I've, I've seen it twice in the past three months, and uh, they put a scope. In both ends of me. So uh, I saw it twice, and it was exactly the same both times. Well, and it was wonderful. We we do it a certain way so that we keep everyone safe and that we do it the way the national standards are around health care. And the team does an amazing job of that. Physicians, nurses, techs, everybody that's part of it. Uh, I'm so very proud of them. All right, before we go into the the big remodernization project, and the one that's making all the news. Uh, today, in the Herald Review, it says HSHS, Millican Walk-In Clinic, open to the public. You want to talk about that? Absolutely. So this is one of the pieces that HSHS and Millican, along with our community, are collaborating on. You know, a lot of our health care is outpatient, and ambulatory clinics are so critical for that. And this opportunity, um, Millican invited HSHS to be part of this, to bring primary care onto campus for their, started with their uh, students and their colleagues. And now, all along, our goal has been to be able to broaden those doors so that people who live near there and in that area of our community um, can get health care easily and with good access so it's really been the idea of how do we collaborate, get us what we need for access, but also how do we put it where it's convenient for our community? That is about the access of healthcare in this day and age. And I've seen HSHS do a lot of that over the years throughout the community. I mean, there's facilities in Forsyth, up north Decatur, east Decatur, uh, south Decatur. These are med group doctors, right? Yes. And you want them so that um, they come with their great talents. We're very fortunate. Uh, but also so that it's easy access. Um, we don't want you to have to go to an ER if that's not the level of care that you need. Um, we want you to be able to see a primary care provider where it's easy for you, especially on a college campus. Think about that. You know, our, the students that come here. You want them to be able to be healthy, have good access to care at the same time that they're getting an amazing education. Right. And Millican, as St. Mary's, as Memorial, these are gems of Decatur. I mean, these are true assets that we need to figure out ways to collaborate, coexist, and keep them in this town. 
Well, and that's we're stronger together, right? Uh, that's what Decatur does. Come together, redesign, uh, establish the future and move towards it. And that's exactly what happened this week with the opening of the clinic. That's great. That's what I love about having you at the helm at St. Mary's. You're, you're a Decatur person. Your husband's a fireman and uh, you've been a nurse. You started uh, where all your employees are right now. And now you're at the top. So you, you've walked in their shoes. Well, it's they're the part that makes this worth doing. Uh, and each of them learn every single day. We all do. So we're doing great. We come back. We're going to talk about the um, modernization product project that's coming up uh, starting right now. So we'll stop for stories and, and more, and we'll be back with Therese Rutherford. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Milliken will host the annual Milliken Makers Market on Sunday from noon to 4 at the Johnston Banquet Rooms on the third floor of the University Commons. The event is put on by the Women in Business Student Organization. It features goods and services from area makers, crafters, and artists. Items for sale include clothing, soaps, candles, tumblers, jewelry, baked goods, and much more. Admission is open to the public and on-campus parking is free. Stomach flu cases are on the rise in Illinois, some severe enough to send people to the hospital. While most norovirus cases typically occur between November and April, cases in the Midwest have spiked dramatically since mid-January. The CDC says norovirus, often referred to as the stomach flu, is not related to influenza but is very contagious. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website, nowdecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell's hospitalized after a fall at a Washington, D.C. hotel. The 81-year-old had been at a private dinner when it happened. This isn't McConnell's first time for this kind of fall. Back in 2019, the Republican leader tripped and fell at his home in Kentucky. That's when he fractured a shoulder. Fox at Jill Nato. There's a Senate hearing this morning about a train derailment in Ohio. Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw, along with representatives from the EPA and first responders, all sent to testify before the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee in the wake of a series of recent train derailments, including the toxic train crash in East Palestine, Ohio, last month. Fox's Jeff Manasso. The budget proposal President Biden announces today in Philadelphia includes a new billionaire's tax and a higher corporate tax rate and more money for child care and preschool. It would eliminate tax subsidies for oil and gas companies. America's listening to Fox News. Over 115 years, Anderson Windows and Doors has pioneered new products, set higher standards for our entire industry, and ultimately become America's premier window manufacturer. Couple that with Huff Lumber and Home Specialties, and you get a combination that brings you the highest quality products with the expertise to get the job done right. Huff Lumber and Home Specialties, who says you can't have it all? Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Rain mainly after 2 p.m., high of 42. Tonight, rain again mainly up until 10 p.m., low around 33. For Friday, cloudy with a high of 40. And Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon, mostly cloudy and a high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is just 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 632. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Take these broken wings and learn to fly. Welcome back to Buyers and Company. I'm Kevin Brahaney. He's sitting in for Brian today and tomorrow. Nick is here, though, so don't worry, folks. Nick's here. Nick, uh, we're during break, I was just asking where you were born, and it is... St. Mary's Hospital, right there on the lake. My three children were born at St. John's in Springfield. Mm-hmm. Because at the time, my wife worked over in Springfield, so it made more sense uh, for her to go to her OB over there. Uh, but both both were great facilities. Uh, my grandchildren are all, most of them were born at St. Mary's. And um, that's going to change, Teresa Rutherford. Uh, there's some real exciting things coming about the modernization project, but there are a couple things that are going to go. And... Uh, 
having kids at St. Mary's is one of them, isn't it? It is, Kevin. Um, we're collaborating as a community with our partners over at uh, Decatur Memorial, and um, their team are going to pick up the full uh, opportunity to deliver in Decatur, and we're fortunate to have that. Um, deliveries have gone down over the last many years, and um, it's a matter of how do we do it efficiently and effectively, um, and we're delivering less than two babies a day. And for the team that you need and the expertise, it really makes sense to not have redundant services around that. Um, but boy, we are fortunate as Decatur to still have that opportunity. But also our tertiary centers in uh, Springfield are amazing as well. So expertise here at home and also uh, just 40 miles down the highway as well. You know, now that I think about it, I think I've had two of my seven grandkids born at uh, Memorial, Decatur Memorial Hospital as well because of where doctors um, practice. Everybody's kind of aligning with hospitals. And they were terrific. I mean, the um, the services, and my guess is that the OB services at Memorial in Springfield is terrific. Uh, that I don't know. I've, I've seen three of the four hospitals that were accessible to them. And you're right. You just can't duplicate all these services when the population is shrinking. That's absolutely true. And to be able to have those resources close is exactly what you want. And you want people that are experts at it. And this is a model that will allow us to do that. Um, we are uh, celebrating every uh, birth that we've had at St. Mary's over the last 145 years, regardless of which building we were in. You can tell when there was a baby born if you're in the hospital. Absolutely. Because um, you, you tell what happens. Well, we uh, the family plays the chimes, and uh, that will be something that we miss. Um, but we're still about how do we take care of our community. And so while births won't be happening in our facility Many other things will be that help us uh, take care of the health care of our community. And we're going to talk about those uh, because there's a lot. And some of the changes coming are going to be pretty magnificent. But the one other issue that you go in front of, um, you've got to get your certificate of need, right? Correct. And so the board is at the end of this month that reviews us? It's actually May 9th. and oh, it's um, May 9th. We're very fortunate. We will um, go with a complete project. We have a couple of other things that we will not be doing any longer. But uh, again, Kevin, the message is we are not closing the doors. I'm still hearing that rumor pretty uh, strong in the community. St. Mary's is here for the next 145 years. Um, that's really why we're making many of these changes so that we can sustain ourselves and design an organization that takes care of the current health care needs of our community. You know, I've been on that board when I've seen exactly what you're talking about. As a business guy, some of the decisions being made to continue to do things went against my best judgment because the, the loss that the hospital would endure didn't seem reasonable to me as a business guy. But until I could totally understand the mission, and it takes a while because the commitment of these Franciscan sisters to this uh, mission that they brought here 145 years ago is the real thing. And it's hard to sustain it as you, as different leaders come and go, but it's still there. And I see it more now than ever before. So talk about the sisters' mission is that they feel they're they're needed in Decatur, and and so they're staying, but they got to adapt in order to be able to stay. But leaving, it doesn't seem like it's an option. It's not. Um, the system as a whole really did a lot of discernment around that, and Decatur is such a vibrant community in many ways, and keeping uh, Catholic Franciscan healthcare here does make a difference. We believe that our community is stronger with the facilities that we have collaboratively, and we do things slightly different, and our approach is a little different, both very strong and very positive. Well, I'll give you an example of what I was talking about. 
when no one else wanted the mental health, uh, behavioral health dilemma, which has been a dilemma for as long as I can remember, um, St. Mary's took it and, and they accepted it. And I think that goes back 25 years or more. And they accepted all of it. No one else wanted it at the time, with the exception of heritage behavioral. But they couldn't handle all of it. They needed a hospital. And um, St. Mary's took that on, knowing that there was no financial benefit to it. And they've done it for the last 30 years uh, at St. Mary's on one of the floors. Now it's just no longer sustainable. The mental health issue has gotten so big, such a problem, that it's a national problem. And there has got to be a retooling of the system as to how to treat it, which it seems like it's going to centers. It's fully dedicated centers for mental health. Yeah, you need a size that makes it sustainable. Um, but you also need good collaborating partners. And you spoke about Heritage and Mary and her team at Heritage. We're lucky to have them in our Decatur oh, community as yes. well. And we're really working with the community and the state to try to figure out what is the next phase of behavioral health, because it has to be redesigned or it will cease to exist. But it is so necessary. And there's going to be, is there a new facility being built in Peoria? There is. Um, they actually will have their hearing the same day that we do. Uh, OSF is um, applying to the state to build a hundred bed a behavioral health center, uh, which will be phenomenal for this area of our state. And it's such a need, but you really need to figure out how can you sustain it because people still need wages. It takes more resources. It takes a physical plant that is um, established in a way to keep people safe. Um, so the government and those insurance companies haven't been near as responsive to the mental health issues as they are to other diseases and things that they cover. Well, it's a little more difficult, I think. Um, some diseases are very obvious. It's visible to people. And so they tend to take action on it. Uh, behavioral health impacts most families. Uh, it is something that our communities across the country and around the globe struggle with. Uh, but there also are great centers of care around it. We've got to, as a society, redesign ourselves. There are not enough physicians that are specialists in the area of behavioral health. We are very lucky here, but it, we have a very small population of that. We need more people to do that. But we also, as a society, need to figure out how do we do it and do it well. And if we're going to do it, how do we manage the cost of it? Okay, when we come back, we'll talk about all the cool things that you're going to be doing with the Modernization Project. Is Wonderful. Okay, here's Nick with your News Channel 20 Storm Team weather forecast. Today we've got rain mainly after 2 p.m., a high of 42. Tonight, rain mainly before 10 p.m., low of 33. And for Friday... Cloudy with a high near 40. Saturday, 40% chance of rain afternoon. Mostly cloudy and a high near 44. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 642. Milliken University is committed to making sure every student has access to a private education at an affordable cost. With this commitment, Milliken provides a personalized financial aid package to every admitted student. To receive your personalized award, just complete the free Milliken application for admission and file your FAFSA. Upon acceptance, Milliken's team will work one-on-one -on -one with you to provide a competitive financial aid package that is tailored to fit your needs. Submit your application to Milliken University today at milliken.edu slash apply. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that ad on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testofen, which 
helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text Rocky to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenix Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text R-O-C-K-Y to 42424. That's Rocky to 42424. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. I've just seen a face I can't forget the time or place where we just met you. Do you like these guys? All right. <laughs> I was talking on Toy City Buzz Monday night to James Bruner and his guitarist. Um, yeah, a wonderful video out there. And, uh, and I was asking how they, they met. And they met at a gas station. Uh, James heard about this kid who was a great guitarist in Nashville. But he was, no, he was working at a hardware store. So he went to a hardware store to see if the guy would work on a record with him. And that's how they got together. And he's a terrific guitarist. And I say, hey, you know, these two guys named Lennon and McCartney, uh, that, their story wasn't much more glamorous. And then one guitarist says, yeah, I've heard of those guys. Oh, my. <laughs> he was being facetious. He says, I think they were in a small, small band named the Beatles, right? But these, these guys are in college. So they're pretty young. And I forget that um, I guess they would be like Frank Sinatra was to me when I was in college. My parents' favorite, but whatever. Um, so we're talking to Teresa Rutherford. And Teresa, your job is big normally when everything's are going uh, just routine. But now it's, your head's got to be spinning. So you're, you're going you're gonna to take down the, the one wing that faces the lake because it's out of date. And you're going to modernize the rest of the hospital to the tune of $90 million. What's that going to be like? It's actually phenomenal. The uh, idea of uh, establishing what we need for the next 145 years is pretty phenomenal. Uh, we are very blessed with an amazing campus and a great location in our Decatur community. So we're going to fine-tune it. Uh, we're going to look at what flow do we have uh, much of it will be, when all is said and done, all patient areas will be brand new. Uh, it will be brand new rooms laid out in a way that works for people in this day and age. That's a big point. How many rooms? It will probably be right around 42 beds when That's all is said and done. And, um, you know, length of stay is not very long anymore. Patients right. come to the hospital. Uh, we do a lot of it outpatient. Uh, but we also um, occasionally have patients that stay with us uh, for a few days, but usually our length of stay is less than three days. But don't people need to realize, even though that's a 300-bed hospital now, you're not using those 300 beds. No, we're not. You can't because they're too old. We haven't for a very long time. Um, more and more outpatient services, uh, shorter lengths of stay. Medication has changed the way that we take care of patients. Uh, so we are very fortunate for that. So redesigning and laying them out. Uh, if anybody has been in our intensive care unit, that was done several years ago. It will have a footprint very similar to that uh, so that it is much more ergonomically designed for patient flow, but also for our amazing staff. To give the staff an environment that is efficient and effective in the way that they care for patients will be wonderful. And we can't wait to get them started and have them help us design it. We're at the point right now where we're just trying to lay out kind of what will it look like as far as what floors will things uh, be on. And then we'll set up mock rooms and have the physicians and the staff come and help us decide where do we put certain things. They know better than we do what works. And uh, you only get one opportunity like this. And this is ours. Um, and now, an will the Weisman's Women's Center still be there? Oh, yes. That's uh, wonderful. Radiology, women's, um, the Women's Center will still be right where it is. Uh, that Because that was such an amazing gift to us. 
and we can continue to use that in the future. We just installed a new CT machine. Uh, we've got an MRI that's been ordered. As soon as we get the CT fully installed, we'll start on the install for the MRI. So even in the spaces that will be geographically where they are now, the equipment and things will be new in them. Nick, what do you think of this? You know, you hear a lot of different things and you, you know, obviously have an attachment to St. Mary's. It's good to hear that the, uh, commitment to staying into the, the community is, is paramount. I think it's, it's important to have not only, um, enough services, but to, in some cases, have choice of service, um, you know, in different, uh, ways of, of getting your care. You know, a lot of people, like you said, you are, are saying this place is going away. A lot of people are talking about the, the loss of jobs and concerns over, over that and some of the sudden nature of things. And so, you know, hearing what the plans are, um, you know, it, it can be reassuring, you know, for, for some, but some are obviously caught in, in, in a situation that's not going to be immediately great for them. Well, here's a great contrast as opposed to what Acorn did. You know, they shut a place down. They don't tell an employee a word. They put them out on the streets. Thank God the community responded the way they did. St. Mary's isn't doing that. They're doing just the opposite. We're staying, but we got to fix the place and we got to modernize it. <clears throat> we got to commit another $90 million. Um, yeah, it, it causes some pain, but you're trying to eliminate some of that employee pain. Well, and our colleagues are, uh, they've all had opportunities. We have many opportunities here in Decatur for relearning or retooling of other skills, but also across HSHS. Uh, so we've had many opportunities to offer colleagues uh, uh, positions so they can stay within HSHS. And definitely within healthcare, they will have no issue whatsoever uh, finding positions within healthcare in general. We want them to be happy. We want them to find the passion that comes along with their work. And so we're excited over half of them have already accepted jobs with us and will stay within our organization. And that's be, what our future is. That'd be 50 plus people, right? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Okay, it's time for a coffee break. I want to ask one other real okay. quick question. Uh, this is more of a nerdy one. <laughs> okay, so who knows what the world's going to be like in five years, let alone the next 145. Is this being built in such a way on that campus that ad- additional expansion or, or is it modular in a way that you could tack on more beds or tack on another structure that would add on? Is, is it being set up in that way? For well, you're going to have all that new space. It absolutely is. And... um Part of it is building on to the facility that we have, renovating the facility. But, you know, if new programs come up in the future or different things are brought forward with healthcare, we absolutely will be able to add on and uh, bring us into the future. Well, look at that tower that's coming down. That That is huge. That's going to be green space until an opportunity would come along. But why couldn't you rebuild back on You that? could. You absolutely could. And the ED itself is built so that you can build on top of it. Um, so anytime you build, you have to be flexible enough to plan for a future you don't know. Our and crystal you know, ball isn't perfect. You still have your ICU services. Oh, yes. ICU, med surge, OR, lab radiology, cardiology, and vascular are really the core to what we will look like moving forward. GI. And grow into it. And GI. I know absolutely. all about GI. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take that coffee break. It is time for a marquee coffee break. The official drink of choice for the discerning coffee drinkers everywhere. The magic is in their beans. Hi, this is Dan Martini, letting you know about the first-class service you get with First Mid Insurance Group, providing Central Illinois insurance coverage for over 100 years. We specialize insurance for your business and represent A-rated insurance companies such as West Bend Insurance. We guarantee you superior service, building trust through expertise to help make your business secure. We assess your needs and offer you a variety of insurance products and services. Service, whether it is in response to an insurance claim or just a general question, is the most important value we can offer you. Call us today at 217-877-3344, firstmidinsurance.com. One night only, save the date for the Queen of Bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent at the Kirkland Fine Arts Center, Saturday, March 11th at 7.30 p.m. Like I 
The reigning queen of bluegrass and member of the Grand Old Opry returns to Kirkland with world-class musicians and an unmistakable award-winning voice. Enjoy a breathtaking, one-of-a-kind, must-see performance that reaches beyond the boundaries of bluegrass music. Learn more at RhondaVincent.com. Get your tickets now at KirklandFineArts.com or call 217-424-6318. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Tracy, you gotta like the Beatles. I mean, we're we're pretty much the same uh, age. I think I'm a little older, but Beatles went on for ten years. I seriously, you can't go wrong with the Beatles. I don't care what age you are. The Beatles are pretty phenomenal. They are. <clears throat> I saw them, oh. but I'm, I don't want to rub it in. <laughs> Okay, in these final minutes, uh, it's great that you came here for 45 minutes to talk about this. As Nick said, there are a lot of conversations going on out there. You're probably the most honest, genuine, hardworking professional I know. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. What more do you want to say? If people have questions, um, call the hospital. Uh, you can always leave a message, and I'll be glad to take your call and call you back. Uh, reality is we are here, we are staying, and we are adapting to our future. And I have a team that is absolutely amazing, physicians, nurses, technicians, you name it. Uh, every person on my team is looking to the future, and we're here to take care of Decatur, along with our other collaborating partners. You know, we have a new um, CEO of the whole system, Damon Boatwright. He's your boss. He's everybody's boss in the in the system right now. And he's pretty dynamic, but I, when, <clears throat> there are a lot of dynamic people out there put on some pretty good faces uh, for, for a system. But this guy, he hit the ground running. He is not kicking cans down the road like I have seen, frankly, and uh, and I'm impressed. He was with us a few weeks ago and came and did three different sessions with colleagues across the board and all different departments just so they could ask him questions. And our colleagues stood up and asked him hard questions, very much like this. And he said, we're not going anywhere. We're going to build for the future, but we need to do that in a different way so that we are sustainable. That's pretty honest. Yeah, and these are not easy meetings. You know, he's putting himself out there to to take the arrows of people that are worried, have a lot of anxieties, naturally. I happened to send him a text the day he was here. Didn't know it. I'd, I'd seen his his uh, state of the system video. Yes, <clears throat> and I'd watched probably two weeks after it was out, and it struck me how good it was. And I I listened to it all the way over to Springfield one day, and I sent him a text telling him how impressed I was and thank you for doing it. And he says, "You have no idea how much I needed that text." I'm in Decatur today, and it's been a pretty rough day, and uh, so. Um. Damon I'm, I'm is, impressed. Damon's the leader we need now. Oh, hey, I, sorry, Kevin. I was try, I'm not used to giving you the insight. I wanted to ask you one quick thing with the, with the, only a minute left. Um, there's a deadline today or, or something's happening like five. Is it today, right? You're shutting down one of your units? We are. Can, we will, we will take care of our last OB patients today and, uh, we will finish our day with a prayer service up there, uh, blessing every birth and, and life that has started there and, uh, taking care and, and praying for those that um, will change and deliver somewhere else in the future. Can you maybe ease some minds out there? What would happen if somebody were to come in, you, you know, it, moments before already started the process or, or you're not kicking them out or what What happens? Yeah, we will always take care of patients um, regardless of when they present. Uh, we will get them stabilized. We will take care of them or we will transfer them if that's what they need as well. But you can always come to St. Mary's for health care, and our, our great team will help you find the care you need in the future. And you have St. John's, your sister hospital. Oh, yeah. We're very lucky. Um, we've got kind of the perfect match. Uh, so we have Decatur Memorial here with us, and we're fortunate to have them just 4.5 miles from us, uh, door-to-door, 12 minutes, and uh, also the tertiary center in Springfield with our children's hospital. So people are will be well cared for, and you can always come to our doors. How's Sister Rita Mary doing? Sister Rita Mary is wonderful. 
the future is strong and she's uh, helping us transition and uh, helping us remember that the sisters have been through change across their 145 years. It's what they're good at and it's what we will continue to do. So we're here to serve. Okay, Teresa Rutherford, CEO of HSHS St. Mary's, a Decaturite. How many years? I've lived in Decatur almost my entire life. I thought so. And I I bumped into your husband, Tom, and uh, he's enjoying retirement, ex-fireman. Oh, yeah. Retirement's a good thing for those that want to do that. I'm not quite ready to do that. I've got a building to build. Well, Teresa, thank you for being here. Thanks. We'll we'll do uh, stories and more, and then we'll be back with Paul Osborne right after this. Car, home, mobile device, we're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Child First Center is hosting a black tie barbecue fundraiser on April 1st. The event will be at the Decatur Club from 6 to 11. Formal or semi-formal attire is encouraged. Registration is $100 per person or $900 for a full table. Proceeds benefit the Child First Center. Go to NowDecatur.com for tickets. The Children's Museum of Illinois is partnering with the Heritage Behavioral Health Center for an event that will shine a light on mental health and wellness through art. The Interactive Gallery of Hope will feature art created by 3- to 17-year-olds. The event is at the Children's... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.